Wrestling fans, are you ready? Yes, 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 yes. For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, uh, let's get ready to rumble! It may be because he's Swiss, I don't know, in terms of European style. I can take you to Suplex City tonight, bitch. Can you say the alphabet backwards? Walk and whip your ass backwards. You're not funny and nobody likes you. This ain't Monday Night Raw! This fight's right! It's Wrestle Rant Radio. Alright, welcome back folks to WrestleRant Radio here today for March 1st, 2016, only 24 hours removed from the historic Leap Day, one of my favorite days of the year. Are you a big fan of Leap Day? It's just another day. Just another day? That's just an like NMA every attitude. other day. Just like every other day. It's a another. negative mental attitude. It's not. But every day is a good day. Exactly. So it's not like you're going to make a bigger deal. There you it's go. another day. That's true. It's true. That, it's just another day. Every day is special, right? It's a new day. Yes, it is. <laughs> we're coming off a decent raw last night, and we—I know, yeah, I know you're—I know you're sighing, but we are among the minority that thought it was a all right show. Okay, middle of the road show, I think is the perfect way to say it. It had its ups and downs. Exactly, more downs than ups, but it was no—you know—February twenty-second episode, sixteen no. episode of Monday Night Raw. That was the shits. Yep. That was—I mean, shits in, in the good way. The shit, shits is bad, but. The shit. It was a great yeah. show last week. Shane McMahon back next week on Monday Night Raw, as is a WWE Tag Team title match. Y2AJ versus The New Day for the Tag Team titles. On the road to WrestleMania, we are a little over one month away from WrestleMania 32. Before we get into Raw, before we get into the new WWE Hall of Fame inductees, RJ, are you excited for WrestleMania? As of right now, yes. Yes. On a scale of 1 to 10, how excited would you say you are? A 7. Really? It's only been three matches so far, so... But you're excited like for those matches, or at least besides Reigns and uh, Triple H. Do you think if there is, do you think there is anything that WWE can do right now to help add to your excitement to that match at all? Turn on Reigns heel at WrestleMania or beforehand? Now, now really, double turn or Triple H and Roman Reigns heel on heel? Just turn him heel, please. You think it's desperately needed? Desperately needed. They can't. Guy can't get a pop. Can't get anything, and they cheer when he gets beat up. So at this point, just turning me out. What were your thoughts on him uh, being left out of Raw last night? He broke a nose, couldn't show up. Deviated septum. Exactly. Can't <laughs> risk him getting hurt again. He's the boy. He's big dog. He's the big dog. He can't get hurt again. Exactly. But, uh, was not on Raw last night. I would reckon to guess that he'll be back next week, but it is in Chicago next week. Getting a lot of anti Reigns fans in uh, Chicago next week. That's going to be interesting. But I'm looking forward to it. We got NXT TakeOver Dallas and one month away, April 1st, 2016. I'll be at the RJ DeMarso residence for TakeOver Dallas. Join now, people. Put your name in the bidding for the uh, for the WrestleMania, for the rather the WrestleMania and NXT TakeOver Dallas party. You excited for that, too? I can't wait. Excited it's for that, too? It's going to be a good night. It's going to be a great weekend. Weekend, yeah. Friday through Monday is going to be nonstop, total nonstop action. Not TNA, but just total nonstop action. Sounds good to me. <laughs> But anyway, um, just a lot going on right now in WWE. I told you, I asked you about WrestleMania before that. We have another pit stop on the road to WrestleMania. It's supposed to be Fastlane, but that's not the final pit stop on the road to WrestleMania. It is Roadblock, apparently, as they're calling it now, which is somehow worse than March to WrestleMania. They're calling it WWE Roadblock, March 12th, next Saturday. WWE Championship is being defended. Triple H versus Dean Ambrose confirmed last night on Raw. 
Are you excited for that show? Are you excited for that match at all? WWE Roadblock. That's what it's called. No shit. Oh my goodness. I guess. I don't know. Like, I don't really think Ambrose will win, so it's not like I'm like, oh my god, I gotta see the match to see it. Yeah. But, uh, isn't Lesnar on the show too? I believe he was being advertised. AJ Styles' first match in Toronto. That's where it's, it's, where, it's where, where it's being held. So he'll be on the show. Lesnar, Jericho, mm, KO, League of Losers, all uh, those guys. I don't know. I'll, I'll make catch into it. We'll see. We'll see. The main event looks promising, though. What's the main event? Dean Ambrose versus Triple H. The well, yeah, we're, it's our first day of uh, spring break, too. <laughs> it is. Oh, we're not here. No. Uh, I'll be home, so. Ooh, I'll be here at the uh, Marceau residence dorm. I'll be at the, uh, uh, the Marceau dorm. I'll be like, uh, so where's RJ? Where's Murph? Yeah, where's everybody? Be a robot. It's awful. <laughs> Can't wait. That's a great name, right? Awful. No, it's stupid. Um, but we did have Raw last night before we get into Raw. Brief news item here. New WWE Hall of Fame inductees, the fabulous Freebirds, finally going into the Hall this year. Long overdue, very well-deserved induction. Um, any thoughts on the Freebirds getting into the Hall of Fame? Uh, it's long overdue, but with Godfather in now, it doesn't really matter. So you weren't here last week when I no. talked about this. I talked about it very briefly at the end of the show. The Godfather is now a W or will be come March second a WWE Hall of Famer. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Godfather going to the Hall of Fame? It's a joke. <laughs> Guy does not belong in the Hall of Fame. He hasn't done anything of relevance in the company. He's he's played tons of characters. Big whoop. He couldn't get any of them over really. And the one they're inducting for is being a pimp, which is not a good thing to advertise. And it wasn't like he was good or won any big matches or had any good matches anyways. I don't know. It's just, they're just getting desperate now. Like I said, if they're going to induct Godfather, they're going to induct like Val Venus, um, Mean Street Posse, like all That's those attitude guys. Like Rikishi, last year I know you had an issue with. I didn't like Rikishi anymore. Who I defended to an extent, but at least he was a mid-carder. Godfather really wasn't a mid-carder. He was no. kind of like a sideshow in the attitude. It was like, exactly. He That's was like, like a worse version of Goldust. A w- way worse v- version of Goldust. Goldust I could see going in at some point. Down because the he actually done something. Yeah, he's had a lot of championships. He's been here for a long time. Godfather was there for a while, but... But just because you've had a million gimmicks, I mean, Rosa Mendes has been repackaged ten times. She Hall of Fame worthy? No. Doesn't want a fucking match in ten years. So. No, he, like I said, he's never won like a big match. He was never important. Nope. He was just on the show to fill up time. I'm trying to think of someone like a modern day equivalent to the Godfather, like someone that's not a mid Carter. That's not like I'm not. You know, I talked about on hashtag last week. Wade Barrett. Do you think he's Hall of Fame worthy? No. No, I don't think so either. At least that's like scraping the that's bottom scraping of the barrel. scraping the bottom of the barrel. 30 man. years from now. Kofi, I could kind of see. It gets difficult. Yeah. Especially nowadays when everyone has a fucking title, you know. Everyone gets a championship reign. I'm trying to think of a modern day equivalent to the Godfather. I don't think San... Mm, I don't know Santino's about Santino. more polished than he, he is. is. Oh, he absolutely is. He'll be in at some point. No doubt about it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of someone... There's no one. Because you can't compare him because no one's that bad. <laughs> Curtis Axel. 100 gimmicks and he still sucks. He's a sideshow. He's yeah. not really a, he's a jobber, but so is Godfather. Exactly. It's pretty much like Curtis Axel in the Hall of Fame. It's not a good induction. No. I'm not, like, pissed, but I'm just thinking I'm not all for it. I don't think he should be in. No, yeah. I don't think it's he's like, all of them worthy. Like I said, if he's in, just start letting everyone in. That just opens the floodgates. Like I said, because then all those attitude era guys should get in. Because not most of them didn't do anything. Yeah. No. That's what we're getting. To the, that's the point that we're getting to now. Rikishi, Godfather. Next year it's going to be Scotty Too Hotty on his own, not even for the too cool stuff, just on his own. After that, it's going to be Steve Blackman, maybe. Jamie Noble. Ja- Jamie Noble. Why not? 
For all the backstage work? No. No. Well, no well if Godfather's in between, you know what should be in. Might as well. Joey Mercury? At least he has credentials. Joey Mercury does not. At least Jim Noble's done something. Dean Malenko, I could see going in. Oh, that's that's that's, that's he one. should be in anyway. He should be in anyway, yeah. But <laughs> kid trying to diss the man with a thousand holes over there. <laughs> thousand and one holds. Hole number one, armbar. <laughs> Great time. Jericho-holic. Oh god. You're a workaholic, being an internship all the time. I'm a, I'm a Jericho-holic. Oh goodness. Still Jericho-holic too? No, I don't like Jericho. <laughs> So we kick out the show with Triple H. I'm that damn good. You know, great. Same, not great. Um, same promo from SmackDown from last week. Pretty standard promo. Out comes Dean Ambrose. Says, you beat up my brother, Roman Reigns, blah, blah, blah. Challenging him, challenging him to a match for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, which we later found out, which we'll talk about what we already kind of did, um, at WWE Roadblock on March 12th. Amazing name. Not really. For the WWE Championship, Triple H versus Ambrose, this match set that up, or this segment set that up, and also Triple H confirmed for the remainder of the night and the main event of the evening, it would be Dean Ambrose versus Alberto Terrio. So in a 20-minute promo segment, were you really all that intrigued? What were your thoughts in the segment? What do you uh, think it accomplished? It literally accomplished nothing, really. Um, usually, At least, I guess, he yeah, at least got the title match, I guess. We had to wait all three hours, and then pretty much got... Destroyed, and then he kind of never really gave it to him. I was figuring I, most of the time they just say like we'll see it by the end of the night. And by the end of the night they say no, but yeah. I guess they're gonna fight a WWE roadblock. Don't know what I, like he was like. Well, it doesn't mean Roman Reigns is to face you at WrestleMania, but they're not just gonna scrap that match because Dean Ambrose won the title. Yeah, no. Unless they're gonna throw Lesnar in there too, do a yeah. fatal four way, and just at that point just throw the whole roster in. Uh, throw the whole roster, just making the whole show. So, uh, the four hour extravaganza. Like I said, it's intriguing because the fans want to see Ambrose win, but realistically, I doubt he'd win because no, it'd make so. no sense, and yeah, it wouldn't make any sense in the one. At least at this point, I was talking to Tom today. He'll probably go in more in depth on Thursday on WWEC Radio, but he was saying that how. Everything plays out the same way that it did, okay? Triple H comes out and says, yes, I'll give you a championship match. But after the beating, after beating the shit out of him, though. So he gives him the championship match. Ambrose, by some miracle, rolls him up and wins the title. Okay, so Ambrose is champion. You might not like this idea, but he wins the championship. And then Triple H wins it back at WWE Roadblock. Just, just because it's something that no one would have seen coming. And not for the sake of swerving the fans, but he, just because... The match is at Roadblock. You know, yeah, I know, but he gets, in this scenario, mm-hmm. he would invoke his rematch at Roadblock and win the championship back there after maybe interference from Lesnar, who's going to be there anyway, you know? So maybe just puts Raw in, like, the state of disarray for a week. It makes it feel like must-see television. You know what I mean? It would be must-see if he won two seconds later. What do you mean, Ambrose? No, you said Ambrose would win, and then Triple yes. H would beat the shit out of him, and force his rematch, and just beat him for it. The same night. No, no, I'm saying invoke his rematch at Roadblock and win the championship. Yeah, exactly. Back. You said Ramos wins at Roadblock. No, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I said uh, the same thing that we saw on Raw on Monday. Oh, okay. And then Ambrose wins the championship there. Yeah. Show goes off the air. What the hell did we just see? Dean Ambrose is the new WWE champion. Triple H comes out on SmackDown, Raw, NXT, whatever, superstars. He comes out and says, I'm invoking my rematch at Roadblock. And he beats him for the belt there. At this point, you can't do that now. No, you can't. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I know. It's revisionist, you know. Yeah. You know, oh, no, you know the way I mean. you're saying it, I thought you meant like he'd win at Roadblock, 
And Lesnar come out, beat the shit out of him, Triple H. I want my rematch now and win the title. That would be pointless. You know, no, I'm talking about on Raw. <laughs> no, because I'm fi- I'm saying, just saying it makes for musty TV. On Raw, it's like, what did we just see? And it's like the Shane O'Mac return where it's like, what the fuck is going on right now? Yep. You can't do that every single week. But I'm saying on the road to WrestleMania, you can make an attempt. Because yep. they're advertising things, you know, a week out now, which is great. Last week, they were advertising the Vince McMahon, you know, Vincent J. McMahon Award for... Uh, you know, for, for Raw, and Shane O'Mac came out. This week it was Undertaker, which yeah, we'll talk about. A cup second, of coffee. A second. Sip of coffee. Stupid. It, we'll talk about that. All right. Um, but they advertised him. Mm-hmm. Then next week they're advertising Shane O'Mac okay. being back, the tag title match. So they're, they're doing a good job of making you feel like it's an episodic television show. Shouldn't they do that all throughout the year, though? They should, but I'm just saying they, they put an extra <laughs> effort into doing that on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I feel like they should be doing that all the time. But now that it's WrestleMania, it seems like they have an extra effort, they have an extra motivation on the road to WrestleMania to make it feel special. But um, would you have been for that scenario? I'd rather just have them see him win, on, win at Roadblock and then Triple H retains the title back on Raw this week. Oh, okay. To okay. be like, oh, like, I want a rematch on Raw. And then be like, oh my God, what's going to happen? And like I said, you could just do Lesnar interferes and maybe like Reigns like accidentally, like, screws over Ambrose. Four-way, like you said. Well, yeah, exactly. Or yeah. like I said, but that's how they could turn him heel if he, like, screws over Ambrose. Like, yeah. I want my talent against Triple H, not you. Yeah. No, I don't think for a second that this is setting up, like, a change in the card for WrestleMania. Like, for the no. third year in a row, like, they're going to change the main event of the show. I mean, they could always put <clears throat> they could always put Triple H and Reigns earlier on in the card. Yeah. They're doing the match regardless. I don't think the, the purpose behind this, and I haven't seen many people speculate this. I'm not, like, you know, saying everyone's saying this, but I'm saying that um, they're not going to be changing the card. Just because Ambrose is getting a title shot before WrestleMania, it's not because, oh, Roman Reigns got booed last week. Let's put the Am- let's put the title on Ambrose, make that the championship match, then do Triple H and Reigns for nothing. That would be cool. I don't see it happening, though. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I don't see that happening. But I do like the idea of Triple H and Dean Ambrose. It's a nice hook for this March to WrestleMania roadblock show, whatever, because it's something new. You know, I'm always excited for something new, something we've never seen before. And it should be a good match. It's only going to be the the first Shield member to go one on one with Triple H. Reigns is next at WrestleMania. Then after that, Seth Rollins, SummerSlam, hashtag book it. Extreme Rules. Extreme. Because then uh, we're going to be there. Huh? New York, New Jersey. Exactly. Da 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 Mark my words. Bold prediction? Very bold. Check the archives, people. I'll be going the night after WrestleMania and the WrestleMania after WrestleMania. I'll be saying WrestleMania radio after WrestleMania. I'll be saying, check the archives. <laughs> Mr. Marcel made a bold prediction. Did it live up to that prediction? We'll find out. Sorry. On April 3rd. Find out. So after that, we had the number one contenders match for the Divas Championship. The boss, Sasha Banks, versus the last kicker, Becky Lynch. Archie's <laughs> a huge last kicker fan. I love Becky Lynch, too. I love both these women. Um, very good match. As always from these two, ended in a draw, which was poorly executed. I mean, they're doing the same thing on NXT right now, so that's one thing. But two, it just came off very strange. Because she did the power bomb off the second rope, or whatever it was, Sasha did, and then she just fell backwards. You speculated that maybe Becky's feet were supposed to hit Sasha's head, but she fell back too quickly. What do you what were your thoughts on that when you saw yeah, that? Yeah, I think that's what like because like when she like hits it. She just falls back immediately, and then Becky's feet can, like, flat, like, come out flat. So they would hit her in the face, obviously. But she was already down for that point, so it wouldn't matter. But I thought the match was really good. And, um, yeah, I think 
the draw, I think it was like kind of pre- not predictable, but I think people thought like Charlie would interfere and like cost both in the match, or it'd be a draw, and they'd be like, oh, what's gonna happen next? So I guess they're gonna do a rematch on SmackDown to see what happens. Probably be a draw or a disqualification, a countout. I don't know why they do a draw, and then someone just wins on SmackDown. It would make no sense, but um, uh, hope the last kicker gets in that main event or gets in that match somehow. <laughs> yeah, main event of WrestleMania. Should I'd be. love to see. I would love to see. It needs to be in that win. match. And I said this on Twitter. Felt like last night the last kicker got a little more fan fandom behind her. She has for a while now, though. A little more last night than usual, but she has had a great. Fan following over the last couple of months. Because they finally put her on TV. Finally. And given her character. Given exactly. her a reason for people to care. We talk about this all the time. Character development. In December, I was the only one yelling for Becky Lynch. At TLC. At, at, and no, I was there. when I, was I went there. to the house show, too. Yeah, you were the only one there, but I was also there at TLC screaming for her. But I think, <laughs> I don't know, like I said, she's been on TV, like, weekly. She has a character. She's kind of, she's sympathetic. She's in chase mode. She's in chase mode. She's beautiful. That helps, too. <laughs> and, uh, Always know. helps. I just... She's she needs to be at WrestleMania. She's perfect. She just I don't even like I said I don't even care if she gets pinned. She just needs to be at WrestleMania. People will be like oh like she's hot and good and stuff, and I'd be like going nuts, <laughs> especially for her entrance because we'd be sick at WrestleMania. Whoa! Oh, can't wait. It's gonna be beautiful. All the English, all the people from New York. All the Irish fans. Whoa! Exactly. <laughs> Last kicker. <laughs> A big oh. pop. I can can goosebumps now. Can goosebumps now. I would. It's gonna be great. Um, but no, yeah, I feel like, you know, you really got to give it to her. She's done a great job of getting over. And I think I'm fine with the idea of doing Sasha versus Charlotte one-on-one, but I feel like Becky's inclusion is great for a number of reasons. One, she deserves it. Two, she's been as big of a part of the Divas Championship picture as anyone for the last couple of months. Three, Banks versus Charlotte one-on-one is good. But at this point, people don't really have a reason to cheer for Sasha other than she's great in the ring and whatever. She's not really a full-fledged baby face. Yeah. She's kind of like that Shades of Grey. Yeah, like, she's like I a tweener kind of. Exactly. She's a tweener. And um, she's really good. We cheer for her. Um, but she's not doing it for, you know, because it's the right thing to do or whatever. Yeah. Like a baby face should be doing. That's what Becky Lynch does, though. Yeah. She does it because it's the right thing to do. People like her for that. She's gorgeous. It helps, like you said. <laughs> And she has just built up the sympathy with the fans that she should win the championship at some point. Whether it's at WrestleMania or down the line, she will and should be champion sooner rather than later. Because that chase has to culminate at some point. Yeah. So I feel like... She's been chase mode since TLC, pretty much. Well, after TLC. Yeah, I mean, they've been building... Well, her and Charlotte had some one-offs before TLC. Yeah. Well, basically since, like, November. Yeah, pretty much since November she's been in chase mode, so... Yeah. Payoff's coming. Payoff is coming. Sasha's good and everything, but like I said, she can lose and people will give her like the Dean Ambrose treatment. Like, oh, she's like, eventually she'll get there. They'll still care. They'll still care. Becky just keeps losing and losing. People will be like, okay, like, why should I care? She's a loser. It's it's like any other diva, like, why should we care? Because she just keeps losing. Exactly. It's like, unless that little fan following of people that actually like really like her. Yeah. So, like, like I said, I even said in my article, the diva's title's been. Only be able to hold the Divas title the last three years are AJ, Paige, Nikki Bell, and Charlotte. And Nikki Bell and, pa- and AJ were like a year. Yep. And then Paige and her switched the title for like a couple months. And then Charlotte's had it since beating Nikki. Yeah. So it's four, three years of only four people have held the title. No wonder Naomi's not like over and Natalia and stuff like that. I'm not saying everyone needs the title, but like yeah. you got to make them seem credible if they just keep losing. Then yeah. Like Nikki Bell wiped through the whole division. AJ Lee wiped through the whole division. Well, yeah, just have Charlotte wipe through the whole division, too. I think it depends because we've had a very few amount of NXT women's champions over the last 
three years too. Since yeah. that championship came into the picture, right around the same time that you're talking, the same time frame here. Yeah, but I think it's not like anyone in NXT that's still there. Like, oh, they should have won already. Like yeah. Emma, but that's the exception because she's already been there for a while. Yeah, I guess it's different because the same people who were competing for the championship three years ago aren't there anymore. Emma, she's gone. Paige is gone. Like, after they win the championship, they don't go back a- They go back after for a rematch. But yeah. pretty much by that point, after holding the championship, they're promoted. Yeah. Because look at Paige. She won it. She went up to the main roster. Charlotte won it. Went up to the main roster. Sasha went up as champion. And that's it. We've only... Oh, and Bailey now, too. And yeah. she's still in the next team. She's kind of... Not running through the division, but she's giving them credible fights. So, well, that's definitely a factor, I would also say, because the lack of character development. Like, Naomi, I would make a case for that she should have won the championship in regards to what you're talking about. Last April. Last April. April, May. May. Yes. She, I thought she was definitely going to win. She was on fire. She had great momentum, going heel. And she still has really kind of come a long way since then. She's rebuilt her character, and she's like, I care about her again. But... That was the time to give her the championship. And she yeah. will be champion at some point, I feel like. Just when we have so many talent right now, it's so much talent that it's really hard to say. You know? After Becky and Charlotte and Sasha get a turn, up comes Bailey. Up comes Asuka. No, I don't think Oscar could call up anytime soon. Or at least down the line. Down, well, down the line, but. But what I'm saying is that if these girls get all long title runs, by the time that Becky and Sasha are done with the championship, Asuka could be champion. Like, she could be up in the main roster, and that could be next year or the year after. Yeah, I think, I think Oscar has some time down in developmental. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I think Bailey's, if anyone, the first one to come yeah, up. That kind of goes without saying. But um, still, I, I liked the, the idea of a triple threat at WrestleMania. Gets all three women a match in the show, and you could always have a separate match at WrestleMania. We'll talk about this briefly. Well, yeah, we, it's later on, but we'll mention it now. Could you see a second women's match at WrestleMania? And you pitched an idea for the second women's match at Mania and what it could be, and we'll, I'll ask you about that in a second. But. Are you at all excited for the idea? I already know the answer. No. I already know what you're going to say, and I'm going to say no. <laughs> Brie Bella versus Lana would be the dumbest thing ever. It doesn't belong on the card, and it shouldn't be on the card. Because honestly, when I saw Lana, I forgot she was even an employee of the company. I haven't seen her in a while. She's not she's with Rusev anymore, which makes no sense. She was, now she's off. She was gone for a little bit, now she's back. But what would like? What would it give her? Like It doesn't make no sense to just chuck her out there. Like, oh, now you're going to start wrestling now. And I don't think anyone would care. Why should they care? What's the end game? Here? Exactly. What's the point? Because she'd be Brie Bella, so ooh. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It's not like it's leading to a mixed tag team match no. with Rusev and, and Daniel Bryan because he's retired. So exactly. that's not happening unless she divorces Daniel Bryan and remarries somebody else. Maybe like, Big Match John steps in. Big Brother Match law, John. Almost, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. That I don't One convoluted match. Who knows? Could happen. Big Match John and Brie versus Lana and Rusev. Rematch from last year's WrestleMania. Pretty much. Seven. You could do a whole cheating storyline. Not really. I mean, that wouldn't. That would not surprise me if they did that. But uh, <laughs> that's the only. That's the only match I could see coming out of this. Because, but uh, like a one-on, well, not no one would care. Because it's Brie Bella's good in the ring, but she's not good enough. Like I want to see her one-on-one on. She's not the standard bearer of the Divas no. division. Like if it was Stephanie versus Lana, maybe. No. I don't even know why that would make sense. No. That's not even a win. Brie match. and her was a push at SummerSlam. Yeah, they yeah. had the story there. This story the story makes was good, sense. Yeah. but the, the match. Good, yeah. Yeah, but this feud just kind of like they just plopped it right there. This feud makes no sense. Yeah. This one literally just came out of nowhere because Brie was backstage talking about her loss at Fastlane. First time we've seen her since Fastlane. In comes Lana saying, "Whatever, you're a loser. You're, you know, your husband's a loser. Your sister's a loser. Your sister's a loser. You're all losers. Family of losers." And then um, she loses Naomi, and Lana comes Naomi out. And that was it. Yeah, she came out, and that was about it. So, 
not even that I don't care. I just don't understand. I don't know where this is going. I don't know why should we we should care. I mean, again, I like Lana, but she's not a wrestler. I've I've heard that she's training, but a match with Brie Bella at WrestleMania, like, not really. But you do have a solution, though. You did propose an idea in your latest RG's Two Cents on NextAirWrestling.net. Cheap plug. I mean, that's where you're listening to the show, so never mind. You know what I mean. Yeah. But check out RG's Two Cents. His latest column from Tuesday, depending on when you're listening to this. A Divas Tag Team Championship. And the thing with this one is, and I told you this yesterday, at first, and I have been for a long time, I wrote an article about this. Check the archives on Bleacher Report five years ago. People still ask me about this on hashtag AskGSM. People ask me about it on Twitter. Could you see a Divas Tag Team title? I've always said no. Just because, for two reasons. One, the talent wasn't there. When they asked me many months ago, the talent is there now. And two, I don't think it'd be utilized properly. Like like TNA, the idea, in theory, it's a great idea. They put the fucking title on Eric Young, and they made it feel like a piece of shit, and those things were around for a long time, and it was a complete waste. Um, but the way that you kind of laid it out, with the people that you laid it out with, and the proposed tag teams that you put in the article as well, I... I not that I'm like 100% about like a complete 180, <laughs> but I'm a little bit more open to the idea. So exactly, in a nutshell, RJ, um, sum it up for the people. What is your idea for a Divas Tag Team Championship debuting at WrestleMania, in your opinion? I think that, like you said, no one wants to see like Lana and Brie Bella like a Total Divas match because it's so overdone that to this point, like I said, the, the Total Divas, the girls turn so much, I get confused who's a heel, who's a face. Paige is heel one way, she's face for two weeks, she's heel again. It's just like, I don't care anymore. But I think WrestleMania 32 should do a battle royal. Whoever the last two women are standing, the new WWE Diva Tag Team Champions. Like I said, it doesn't even have to make sense. Like I said, Becky Lynch could be left with Deanna Peruzzo. Like, it wouldn't make sense, but like, oh my god, like, she's champion now with Becky Lynch. Like, what the, like, she can learn from her. And Something like, new. Or we got Bay Mella or... Unfortunately, Eva Marie and Nia Jax. It's a tag team. Naomi and Cameron can reunite. It's like, I feel like the possibilities are endless. Bella they, Twins. Bella Twins. Team Bad as it team is Team Bad. Right Emma and Paige. Emma and Paige. Emma and Dana Brooke. Emma and Dana Brooke. Oh, there's, yeah. There's, there's, there's just so many. I, mean, I think that the roster right now is so stacked, as I put it, that there's so many women that aren't being utilized that if they put this in, in like, as Emma's an actual yeah. title... They'd be you'd get more divas matches. They'd make more meaningful, and people would care more. And you'd be utilizing these women that aren't being utilized, and then get the fans more interested in the division. I like it. I like the idea of more feuds in the divas division that aren't over the championship. And I think, I mean, this is also over a championship. Yeah. But at least in this respect. It's not giving the women a championship. Like we've talked about this before. This has been my theory forever. And I know you didn't agree with it, and I'm sure you still don't. But I feel like less is more with the championships. <laughs> like, I don't want to just throw championships out there just because, you know, we could. I want them to mean something. And I think the case can, I mean, I'm not saying the championships right now. I'm not going to be like everyone else and say every title in the company right now is a piece of shit. Like, even the Divas title. Some, I mean, Charlotte has had a lot of successful title defenses. I care about her reign. Same thing with Kevin Owens. He had a nice back and forth with Dean Ambrose. U.S. title, Kalisto's not being booked too well right now. But it was like the, the top prize in the company a year ago. You know, in the world championship, there's some interest around that right now. So it's not like these championships are completely meaningless. No. They're I not think what the U.S. title were. is definitely the most meaningless out of all of them. Yeah, I think it's kind of lost a bit of its luster over the last couple of months just because of what they've done with Del Rio and Kalisto. Again, not a piece of shit, but I mean, it's not as good as it once was a year ago. But regardless... 
Um, I just think in this respect, what I'm trying to get out of here is that people would just say, let's get Divas Tag Team titles for the sake of having Divas Tag Team titles. Like, I don't think, like you said, if they had it like five or ten years ago, it would be awful. It would have been Divas awful. Weren't the Divas weren't good. The fucking title picture itself was a waste of time. Kelly Kelly. If the Divas Championship picture itself... The Bella Twins when they were first started weren't good. No, nobody really was. You had one or two good Divas. After Mickey James left, Eve, Marie, uh, Eve Torres was there. Beth Phoenix left. Beth Phoenix. They all got to like the peak of their careers, and then they leave. Like Caitlyn finally started getting good, and then she left. AJ Lee was finally like great, and then she left. Like you know Eve what I mean. Torres too, you say Eve Torres, they're all there for like five, six years. That's like the time span of an average diva. Whereas someone like Bella Twins, which I can understand because their brand, Alicia Fox has been here for almost ten fucking years. Ten years. Rosa Mendes, same thing. So it's not really the same as it once was. But before people would just come in like the blonde bimbos, they'd be here for five years and then leave. Kelly Kelly, even Eve, who was great, she was only here Maurice. for five years. Marie, same thing. She was here for a cup of coffee. Not a cup of coffee, but they were only here for about five, six years. And then they leave. Trish Stratus is, is the same exact thing. As great as she was, she was gone in six years' time. Lita was gone in seven years. You know, But we're finally getting to the point where these women can extend their careers because there's more for them to do other than win the championship once and then you're done. Like Alicia Fox, I don't really care about her, but at least she has some sort of a character. It's something, not really. That's a bit of a stretch. But what I'm trying to get at here is that the Divas Tag Team Championship idea... It gives them something to do, and it's plausible. Like, yeah. there are enough teams that you can make. You just listed off five or six teams right there. Yeah. Five or six potential teams that you could do, and they make sense. It's not like you're saying Paige and Deanna Perrazzo or Dana Brooke and Bailey. Like, these make sense. They have history. They're currently teaming or should be teaming. Even Italian and Paige have been teaming for a while, yeah. for whatever reason, a part of Total Divas, but that's, you know, that's been a thing. So I like the idea. Um, do I think it's going to happen? No. Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> but I do like the idea of it debuting at WrestleMania because it makes it right off the bat feel special. Yeah. I don't think a championship has ever been decided for the first time ever at WrestleMania. Like no titles ever debuted at Mania. So I love that idea. I just wanted to throw that out there for the people that did not read the article. And if you haven't, read shame it. on you. Check it out, people. XRWrestling.net. RJ's two cents. And also match of the week from last week, too. Um, kind of a brief segue here. Lucha Underground. What have your thoughts been on uh, Lucha Underground as of late, RJ? No Rey Mysterio, but it's 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 good though. Last week's episode I thought was really entertaining, and uh, I can't wait for this week's episode. Consistently a treat. It's an hour too, so it's it's like it's not like they like it's like drags. It's kind of yeah, like no. it flows good until Chavo Guerrero comes out and the crew and the crew. I don't really mind the crew. Hey, no, no, same, same, same. I don't really. Have any I, feelings I'm, for the? Era. I'm indifferent towards yeah. the crew, yeah. And then I don't really care about Chavo at all. I just hate Chavo. And I'm like, oh, boo, Chavo. Like, fuck, I don't want you on my TV. Like, I almost turn. It's I like almost, Del Rio when he goes on my TV. Pretty much, yeah. For me, not so much, but for you, I can absolutely understand where you're coming. From. I, I love Patron though. Love oh Alberto. See, 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 see. Met the guy who's a dick. Just kidding. He was a class act, but he wasn't really that nice. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, Luch has been fun to watch. I enjoy watching it every Thursday morning. It's a great one-hour show, yep. a lot of great stories, great match last week, as you talked about in your Match of the Week column for NextRSN.net. Jack Evans versus PJ Block. Like, that guy is something else. They really missed the boat on him in WWE. Could he have been a world champion? No. Definitely not. No, but he was really a great athlete, and they wasted him as a single Should have been a cruiserweight guy. So I showed the been. Cruiserweight Championship, but they gave it the Hornswoggle. I, we talked about this before, but I love the idea of that show they're going to be debuting over the summer. And they're going to be using people from all around the world, apparently, and people that are already in the company, specifically NXT talent that we have yet to see. Um, but I told this before, but I had this debuted a couple years ago, and we had people like Evan Bourne, Tyson Kidd, Sin Cara, <coughs> Unico. 
Justin was Gabriel. Justin Gabriel. All Heath these Slater. guys. Heath Slater. All these guys. It would have been perfect. Yoshitatsu. Yoshitatsu. Like, you didn't have to get rid of Santino. half these guys. Santino. Santino. All these guys would fit right. Would fit the bill for a cruiserweight division in WWE. Or at least a show or a program or whatever they're going to be doing over the summer. They dropped the ball on that. It's a little too late, but I'm still excited for it. Um, but yeah, PJ Black is great. He is one of those guys that WWE let go a lot like Derek Bateman, a.k.a. Ethan Carter III, that made his name elsewhere. He, like, left. You know, Derek Bateman got fired, but P.J. Black just <laughs> up and left. He just literally just walked out and said, fuck this, I'm gone. And now um, he's really sticking into WWE by having success on the independent scene. Mm-hmm. And now it's P.J. Black in the, on, you know, in Lucha Underground. So I'm looking forward to that. So getting back to Raw here, we had The Miz and Dolph Ziggler. Decent little match. Oh I was my glad God, Miz won. Like two seconds. It was two seconds. The match was really nothing of note because it went all It made no sense too because Ziggler literally cut a promo of how the Miz shouldn't even be a WWE superstar. That's how relevant it is. And then lost in like 20 seconds. And then he beat Stahl Ziggler. Yeah. Apparently, I read today they're going to be setting up some sort of multi man match with these two at WrestleMania or Miz will be involved in some notable match at WrestleMania. I have no idea what that is. Um, I guess it's not the Andre the Job Memorial Battle Royal. That's what I presume it is. I don't know why it wouldn't be. I'd. I mean, we got the IC Championship match, match last year, but I do not want to see Big Show and Kevin Owens one-on-one. Nor do I want to see Kevin Owens versus... We'll get to that soon enough. I know you love that idea of that match, but... <laughs> um, I don't think Kevin Owens should be in what we had last year with Wade Barrett, like a seven-man ladder IC Championship match. It was a really good match, but like we talked about... I don't know where we talked about it before, but the match sucked. I mean, the build sucked. The match was good. The build sucked. The match was really good. The build was just awful. Yeah, but the match, it shouldn't matter, though. The match was good enough that they overshadowed how bad the... Absolutely. But I'm just saying that I don't want Kevin Owens stuck in that same thing. as Wade Barrett. It was an awful champion. At least people care about KO. He's wearing the t-shirt right now. Love it. Love it. Can't wait to go nuts for him on March 22nd, which is this month. Three weeks away from today. Oh, my God. I'm so ready. If they have you work on that day, are you already working on that day? I'm working on that day. It's not like they can give you work. Because you're already working. I'm already working. So you can't be surprised. They can't throw you under the bus again. Nope. <laughs> Ready. Beast so you can, of Boston. Beast in Boston. Kid's going to go into his internship. I'll meet him at the garden. Take our seats. We'll see. I don't know if I want to take the train. Yeah, I hate taking the train. Train's awful. Uh, you can drive into Boston or whatever. Isn't that what you usually do? I drive in every day. No. Well, I'm taking the train to Boston. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Now I'm going to RJ's internship for the day. Sit there like uh, bring your kid to work day. Bring your wrestling friend to uh, internship day. Seriously. <laughs> you can watch a woman's lacrosse game. And Woo! Fall asleep in the crowd with everyone else. <laughs> so anyway, um, after that, Stephanie comes out. Just got to heel promo about Shane McMahon. Pretty standard promo. Nothing against it. Nothing for it. I thought it was just kind of what it was. Um, any thoughts on this? This is what it was. Another promo from the authority. Didn't, yeah, exactly. Basically an authority <laughs> promo. Um, League of Nations against Lucha Dragons. The match wasn't bad. I just don't get what the idea, what the purpose of these matches are. Like, do you have any inkling of an idea? Uh, they're supposedly going to face the New Day, so it makes no sense. League of Nations. Yes. And then Kalisa got pinned. Got pinned. Why not even Cara? It was stupid. They need to split them up is what they need to do. They need to, yeah, they need to Maybe split Maybe this up. is like kind of like teasing tension between them two, hopefully. <clears throat> Maybe. Hopefully. But. That's what I was saying. I thought, because it was, uh, no, Neville wasn't in the match, but I was thinking... Oh, maybe he's gonna jump off the apron, and he didn't. Like I always have that thought. Like I'm always paranoid as a wrestling fan because that happened so many times in wrestling. I was waiting for that to happen in this match, and it didn't. But um, we've talked about maybe it. they're just this. Eventually, the losing streak will like get to them. Hopefully, hopefully, I would. You know, and Kalisto is the one that's losing the match. So yep, Sincaro so attacks him like you're the weak link. I'm gonna beat the hell out of you, whatever. Hopefully. Um, 
And lead to what at WrestleMania, RJ? Mass versus title. Callisto versus Sinkata. I like it. I don't know if you talked okay. about it here on the show before, but okay. hashtag. Okay. Read my article. Like Read the, the article. Last, I don't know when it was. Last two week. weeks ago. Two weeks ago. It's from a while ago. Check out the. There uh, so many matches last night. So many matches. Check out the archives. Check out the archives. Check out the archives. Ryback against Adam Rose. Quick squash. Any thoughts on the uh, nope. newly turned Ryback? Okay, I know you don't have any thoughts, but I like it. Um, I thought the match was basic squash. There's nothing to say. Um, he didn't say it's feeding time during his entrance, so I assume he's full-fledged heel. We'll see where it goes. I assume he's in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Um, but that's basically it. There's really nothing more I could say about it. Chris Jericho and AJ Styles taking on The New Day. Very entertaining match. Beating the Tag Team Champs in the non-title affair to earn a Tag Team title opportunity next week on Raw in Chicago. And Y2AJ going for the gold next Monday night. Your thoughts on the match and next week's championship match and your prediction. I think the match was pretty good. I was I was I don't think I really was paying attention at this point. I was dived into my computer. But um like I said, it's a good match. Um they had a good match last night and then now they're the match. I think they I think they're gonna win. I think Jericho and Styles will win. You think so? Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I don't think like I don't think this is leading up for Jericho to turn on them. I, I feel like the unity I don't know. I, I don't know. Where, I feel like it would just be lost in the shuffle on that card if Jericho just faced Styles. Unless, I feel like they could win the titles. Mm-hmm. So they win the titles next Monday, right? Yep. The New Day asks for a rematch clause on Roadblock. Yep. They lose. And then okay. Jericho and Styles are champions. And then they just go like, they just face Kevin Owens for the Intercontinental Championship. Big. Two tag team champions. And just like they did with Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero at 21. I was just about to say. Like, they don't have to defend the titles at WrestleMania. They can just join another match. Like, it would not matter if they weren't defended. It doesn't really matter. No, but at the same time, I would say. And they could have, like, New Day, Usos, Dudleys, and, like, League Nations in a fatal four-way winner, number one contender at WrestleMania. Pre-show. I'd love it. Because the Dudley boys would be on it. Ooh, keep taking on the Dudley Boys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't really care for it. Well, I like the New Day, but the Usos are overdone. League of Nations are awful. Dudley Boys are getting there, but they've already had their shot. And then New Day's, I don't know, not like getting old, but they like, they're, I feel like their act's kind of getting stale. What's next? Exactly. It's like, what's next they're going to do? So here's my prediction for this. I feel like New Day retains. Boom. Just because I feel like the tag team titles will be defended in Mania, and they should be because we have this feud right now between Bubba Ray and, uh, or the Dudley Boys rather, and the Usos. And it should lead to a tag team title match at WrestleMania. Um, but beyond that, the night after WrestleMania, it's <laughs> left in the uh, paper stacks. Get a workout. Get a workout. Gotta get a workout in while we're recording the show. Eat, sleep, workout, repeat. Seriously. <laughs> and wrestle rant repeat. Yeah, wrestle rant repeat. But um, I think the night after WrestleMania ends when casters are getting called up. Nope. You don't think so? Nope. Why should they? Not that they've deserved it. A lot of NMA here. I I just I don't think they deserve to be on the main roster right now. What about American Alpha? They do, but I don't think <laughs> Enzo Cast do. You know, I just don't think Enzo and Cass have done enough that, like, oh, now they're going to be in WWE, they're going to win all these titles. Like, I don't think they've really ha- I can't, like, think of, like, oh, that one match Enzo and Cass that was so good. Other than... London, but that was... Uh, yeah, the, ending, was match. the ending was the really match good. The was really good. The ending was really good. I don't think the whole match was really good. The match was really good. The ending was really good. I'm a realist. Graham's just a positive person. <laughs> But Besides just, that match, I can't think of another. No, no, I agree. I can't think of one. End like of they're the entertaining match. act, but they're like that's like the that's like the Godfather. Like he was entertaining. It doesn't make him good. No, well, I mean you. There's there's a difference here. You said they don't deserve to be in the main roster, which I'm not going to dispute. I mean I think they do. 
Um, and what? I'm not gonna, what? Wow! How they've deserved to be in the main roster because they've done all there is to do in NXT. They're not. No, gonna that's not true at all. They're not going to win the tag team. That they haven't done that. That's what I'm saying. But they're not going to go after the tag team championships because they've already had their opportunity. And they so lost. then, why do they deserve to get brought up then? If they because they're won- so over at this point, and the yeah. tag team division, in the main roster, needs them more than NXT does. There's so we have a few tag teams in the main roster. But like you said, you don't care about the Usos. They're overdone. The Dudley Boys had their shot. League of Nations are a bunch of losers. Lucha Dragons should break up. And we have the New Day. New Day versus Enzo and Cass could be very entertaining, albeit for a short period of time. And then what happens after they beat them? Then you move on to something else. Maybe they switch up the division. Like who? But that's providing more opportunities than if they didn't get called up. What do you do if they don't get called up? Then you have Y2J and freaking... Yeah, Y2AJ. That's not a long-lasting team. Okay. I like okay. the tan- I like the tandem, but Chippewa I don't think. now, guaranteed <laughs> our champions going to WrestleMania. Do you think so? Yep. I think. I think I li- if anything, it would be more impressive if Enzo and Cass beat them if they beat the New Day. Yeah, that's true. We being two pretty much Hall of Famers. Legends. I don't think that's a pay per view match though. It's, it's not a, a pay per view match. Now. It's a great match, but I don't think it's going to be like a babyface versus babyface tandem. Uh, I don't think. If anything, I, I think. I think Enzo and Cash are just big because they're in NXT. I think once they go to the main roster, you think I don't they'll think fail. People will give, give two shits. They're not. They're not that entertaining. I don't think. So getting back to the original I'm going question, real MMA right now. That's I'm fine. Real, my, my real feelings on Enzo and Cash. That's fine. But the real the question still stands. You say that you don't want them in the main, on the main roster, or they don't deserve to be part of the main roster. That's yes. your opinion. And that's fine. Yes. But my question to you is: Do you think they'll be on the main roster? That's a different thing. Like I don't like. Fucking, what's her name? Like, uh, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of Elias Sampson. Elias Sampson is a perfect example. I don't care about him. I don't want him on the main roster. Will he be on the main no. roster? No. But if he was, I mean, could he be? Maybe. He could, but he just failed. No, I'm just saying. I just don't think they'll, like, I don't know. I feel like the crowd loves the Usos, especially Usos. And they've been, like, they've been so overdone that it's, like, the point that, like, how can you still like them? Like, I like them, but it's not like I go, like, whoa! Because every time they come out, cause it's the same thing every time. Yeah. The Dudley Boys... are they change up the act. Yeah, Dudley Boys, I think, are more over than Enzo and Cass would be. I think, like I said, you're, I think we're, like, Alabama. Or... Uh, Chris, Corpus Christi, then no one would give a crap. They had to go to, like, Chicago, after WrestleMania crowd, and, like, a couple other cities where people actually care. Because I feel Even like... Even if they were booked right, you think? People still wouldn't care? But how... What's... Just because I think the thing is, like, if they I think win- people wouldn't care if they were booked like a bunch of losers. Yeah, but even if they win, I don't think people would care that much. You don't think so? You don't. Basically, in a nutshell, what you're saying is that you don't think that their gimmick is main roster. Not worthy, but main roster wouldn't. There's there's a lot of gimmicks. The Vaude villains are a perfect example. They would never make in the main They're roster. They're barely making it in NXT as it is. Yeah, exactly. They get a reaction. I popped when they came out. In oh, Brooklyn. my God. But in the main roster, that act would not get over. No. That's a. It's Just not like the over. Ascension. They're. Very gimmicky, and they didn't get over. I think they they had more of a shot than the Vaud villains. Did. Yes, just yes. because they were out of the gate, they were made to look like you know a Legion of Doom ripoff. Yeah, that was no. the WWE's fault. Yeah, that was their. They fault. just kept them with the black attire that they could have. Maybe been. there was a, there was more of a chance. I don't even know if then they would have gotten over, but still. So right, at this point, they're they're dead in the water. They're dead in the water. They're damaged goods by this point. I don't see them ever really, unless they really try to put forth like an extra effort to repackage them, which I don't think they will because they don't care about these guys. They'll just bring in another tag team. They don't need the ascension. You know, they're not imperative for their tag team division. They're calling up another. They're not calling up, but they're um, bringing in another tag team from Japan to NXT pretty soon. So the more tag teams they bring in. They'll just, you know, try to sign, sign the Young Bucks or something. You know, they don't need the I don't know. I don't, I don't think Enzo Cass would be successful on the main roster. 
I don't. I think there's a chance they won't be. But do you think they are main roster bound? I think they will go to the main roster, but I don't think it's... You don't think they'll last, though? No. No. We'll see. Find out. I, I think they are heading up the net at the WrestleMania. Do you think that's the case, or do you think it's going to last a little... Like, it's going to be longer before you see them on Raw and SmackDown? I hope it's longer. Hope it's longer? I don't. I just don't think, like, the Like I said, the only crowd that would really care is it be, like... Not at the WrestleMania. Mania. Chicago or yeah. whatever. That's Even, what like, Paige didn't get that big of a pop when she debuted. Uh, she got a decent pop. Decent pop, but... It took her time to get over. Exactly. I don't it took know. her a long time to get I over. I feel like their acts like it gets tired. Like him coming out saying the same line. It's like people think now people are saying like Paul Heyman's line's kinda of getting like tired. It's the same thing every night. It's just skin to a point. It's like it's like it's like a it's like a Bray Wyatt promo every every night. It's the same thing said last week pretty much. It's like the point like Cut it to a promo. Say something else. They only that's the only thing they say is the same shtick every week. But so do the new age outlaws. But that, you're c- comparing them to the I know, attitude I everyone. A, I know it's a different time. You're I know not, it's a now you're time. now you're just changing the whole thing. But they Wait, when they just did it recently, how'd that go over? What? No one could give two craps when they did it. <laughs> what the new age when they were, came back and tried that same <laughs> stuff. No one cared. <laughs> when was this? Recently, when they you came mean back. two years ago, when yeah. they won the belts. That's because they were being booked like heels when they really should have been baby faces. Yeah, but like I said, the attitude there is totally freaking. Val Venus was over. The janitor was over. Everyone was that's over. That's because they booked these people right. Yeah, but that's different. Everyone that, was over because everyone had a character. Everyone, everyone had, had a, a character now, character. but there's... Everyone well, has not a, everybody has a character. Who doesn't have a character? Half the losers on the roster. Half the roster do not have characters. Dolph Ziggler. Why should I care about Dolph Ziggler? You shouldn't because he sucks. Because he, He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but his, he's so tired. But he has no character, though. That's his fault. That is... It's partly creative's fault. They're not giving him anything to do. Yeah, it is his fault for not trying to rejuvenate himself. You don't need a himself. character. You just need to be entertaining. Not yeah, every person has a character. But you need a reason to care about that person. I don't care about Dolph Ziggler. I had a reason to care about Val Venus after weeks of them building up with vignettes and stuff. Yeah, but the thing is, like, it, Dolph Ziggler was so tired. It's like his act's so done over that it's like you can't care anymore. He would have to literally change his whole gamut for people to care. He's been doing the same stuff for five years. It's like the Usos. It's not like they're going to change anything. They're going to put different face paint on. They're the same exact thing, though. People are just cheering for them because they're fun to watch in the ring. Yeah. They don't have a character. No. They're just the Usos. That's what I'm I'm saying. Yeah, I know that. They're more over than Dolph Ziggler is. They are, but that's what I'm saying because they're established. By that point, they don't have to change because they're already over and people already care and they know who they are. I feel like Dolph Ziggler is not as over as people think he is. He's not. At this point, he got booed in his hometown at Fastlane against Kevin Owens. It's getting to the point where people are just... It happens to the Usos, too. On the pay-per-views, they get fucking booed out of the building. They got booed in the Rumble, wherever that was, in Florida. They got booed when they faced the New Day. But they go to Nashville, they'll get a pop. Because people like the Usos, they're fan-friendly, the kids like them, you know? They don't have characters, though. And not that they don't have characters, kind of, but... They don't have characters. They have no character behind them. People just have no reason to care. At least the Dudley boys, at least, like, going heel. They have a reason for going heel. They're trying to establish new motives. People like the New Day. They have a lot going for them. They're giving it a mic time. Even Kevin Owens has his motive set in, you know, set in stone, so people have a reason to care. But if you bring these people up, and I know it's kind of like what we were talking about before, like Adam Rose, he was another guy whose gimmick was never going to get over on the main roster the way that it was in NXT. They never gave it enough time to really flesh out in NXT before they called him up. He literally debuted the Adam Rose character in NXT pretty much, I think, almost exactly two years ago today. Debuted a month later on Raw. Despite all the years that he had in developmental, which was, you know, I could see why he was deserving of, of a main roster call-up at some point, 
but the gimmick itself had just debuted. Yeah, but maybe they try to just cash in on the, on the popularity, popularity or whatever. Or That's the thing. I don't think they really. It's gave like Fandango. They try to push him to the moon, and that just didn't work. Yeah, I think that's for different reasons, though. I think they did it. I think that you know his theme song was more over than Fandango was. Let's yeah. be honest here. Yeah. But people still went nuts for him, though. And I think that was partly because he got injured, and partly because they really overdid it. Like it got to the point where they're. I'm writing an article about that right now. It's going to be up tomorrow and put on uh, Push to Punish on Bleach Report. Why they shoved Fandangoing like down people's throats. Like, oh, let's do the fun. Like by the time Michael Cole's doing it, like then it's not cool. That's a different argument for another day. When they like WWE. Tries to endorse things like the RKO out of nowhere, like when they start doing it, like it's not funny anymore. Or like the John Cena memes, they did one on their website, like, and his name is John Cena because they couldn't use the original audio, so they re recorded something else, and it wasn't funny, you know? I just feel like recently, especially from NXT guys, I'm just trying to think through guys I've come up with lately. Neville I can't think of a babyface male superstar that's come up from NXT that's been successful. From the get go. From the get go. Yeah, the Shield all heels when they debuted. Yep. Kevin Owens was a heel when he debuted. Yep. I don't. I can't even think of anyone else. Kalisto and Sankara, they've been what they've been, but I don't think they. Sankara was already. He was already. He was damaged goods, anyways, and he was damaged goods, anyways. Kalisto was different, but they were never like the top. They weren't thought of the top. Usos definitely were. They didn't win the tag titles. That's good. Well, that's because they were barely on TV. But still, I can't. No, think no, 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 no. I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying. So they then, Charlotte. Well, that's Charlotte's a diva. Page. That's different. But Here's there's no guys thing. that have been a heel or that have been babyface that have gone over right away. To kind of back you up here in what you're saying, even with the women, Paige and Charlotte, did people care when they were babyfaces? No. How? When did they finally find success? When they came out as heels. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like from the get go. From the get go. They didn't find. I mean, she was a Divas Champion page from day one. Yep. People didn't care though. Like I liked her, but everyone. I mean, I because I already knew her work. But the casual viewers, who's this pale chick? You know, pale goth chick coming out with the championship. Like I have no reason to care. You so know what look I mean? it up. I don't think there's been one. I don't know. If there's like a concrete list of like main roster call ups. I'm trying to think. Right, I'm right trying now. to think of people I've gone caught up lately that were babyfacing. Uh, I can't think of one of them I got over. Neville didn't. It still hasn't. Not that he wasn't over, it just never really... Amounted to anything. No, because he never gave him anything to do. Him, Adam Rose, Bo Dallas. Dallas. Bo Dallas was kind of heel, I don't know. Yeah, he, that's he's, exactly. He's like goofy, though. Yeah, I but they know. ruined that when they had him lose to the R-Truth, yeah. and that kind of ruined him. the momentum he had. Adam uh, Rose, bombed. Emma, they didn't give a chance to when no. she was a baby. I know she's a woman anyway. We're talking about the guys Tyler here. Breeze flopped like a fish. Flopped like a fish, and he was a heel. The Wyatt family... They were heels. Yep. I mean, over time, they ruined them. But from the get-go, they were great, right? <laughs> yeah. They were great from the get-go for a number of months. Uh, but they were heels, though. Yeah. Trying to think of other guys that have been called up. Big E, but he was a heel, though, when he debuted yep. um, with Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> trying to think of somebody else that's been called up. I'm always Can't thinking of, like, the, the Ascension. They were heels, too. They were heels. I'm trying to think of people. Sami Zayn is not technically counting yet. He's not no. a part of the main roster officially just yet. He might be the exception when he gets called up. People like Neville, they come in, they don't have any like video packages because they assume these people watch NXT. And NXT is growing, but not everyone watches NXT. And we've talked of that we talked of this months ago. Check the archives, people. But they expect him, they expect fans to like him because for the flippity doodas. Because he can do a red arrow, which is a great finisher, but why should they care about his character? You know, he has no motivation. <laughs> like, why should he do does? He just flip what he do does. Like, he comes out there every week, you know, tag team with the Lucha Dragons, great tag team matches, cool, but why should I care about him as a character? I don't. Honestly, I mean, he's, other than the fact he's been booked like a loser for the most part, 
even when he won the Breakout Star of the Year award. He's he like, shouldn't have won anyway. He shouldn't have won, but then he won, and then Kevin Owens came out, and he, and he backed out like a wuss. Remember that he just walked backstage. Neville, he's like, okay, Kevin, I'll see you later. Like, he didn't even try to fight him. He just walked away. <laughs> you know, it didn't make any sense. No, that's a great observation, though. I can't think of anybody. A baby face. That's Man. come up right away that's been successful for a male. We had quite a few call-ups last year, but Rusev was the heel... He had a number of call-ups in 2014 and last year, but if, if they if they aren't in your head right now, then they're not breaking through. I might I might have forgotten, but I'm thinking AJ Styles doesn't count. He wasn't in NXT. No. He was already AJ Styles. So no, I can't think of anybody from the get-go that made sense that you know that that people got behind as a babyface. Same thing with Sami Zayn comes up. I mean, they got behind him in his hometown. I mean, it's his hometown when he had the U.S. opening against John Cena. In the Rumble, too, because it's the NXT backyard in fucking Orlando. Yeah. But beyond that, if he gets called up tonight at the WrestleMania, they'll go nuts. I'll go nuts. But beyond that... Will can... everyone else go nuts? They sure. Exactly. And it's not... I mean, yes, we do give crowds like Alabama shit because they're not good crowds. But let's not blame them if they go mild for Sami Zayn because they have no reason to care about him. Because... They have to assume that these people don't watch NXT. A lot of people watch NXT a lot more than ever before, but not everyone does. Some of the little kids who are just watching Raw every single week, they have no idea what the NXT is. So why should they care about Sami Zayn? Other than, you know, he looks cool, he looks like he's a nice guy, or he's a good wrestler. What are his motivations? Like, why should I root for him? Why should I get behind him, you know? So that's that's a fear that I have for guys like him, and even Enzo and Cass, who have the entertaining shtick. I mean, that's a reason to care about them. But I feel like I said, I feel like in the main roster, they'll get tired really fast. They have to do what they're... Like, the that New Day were lucky to get away with their, what they were doing, so they were heels. Yeah. As faces, we saw that they no one gave a crap. That's because they were given their own freedom to get over. And they're yeah, not going to do that with everybody. No. Anybody, and no. I don't think, like, Enzo and Cass, they went heels. I think they, they... I don't think people would even care if they went heels. No. No. Because their whole entertaining part is that they're baby faces. No. When they were heel to start out in NXT, they were like... The losers, like, you know, they would come out and get beat the crap. You know, Mason Ryan would beat the crap out of them, and they'd be like the Santina. Remember how Santina first started out as a heel, and he'd yeah. get, like, the shit beat out of him, but he was entertaining, so he became babyface? Yeah. That's basically what happened in Zone Cast <laughs> the next day. Um, but if they really want to establish characters for these guys, they have to do, get to have them cut the promo they cut at London. I think it was in NXT before London. Remember they cut that great promo saying where they started, yep. how they got to where they were, started from the bottom, now we're here, whatever. You know what I mean? Like they gave the characters, they gave the crowd their background. Like that great promo that aired before that awesome tag team yep. title match. Like they showed clips of them when they first started out. That's what they need to do with these guys in the main roster. Why aren't they doing that now? Kevin Owens got really lucky. Because he came in, no video packages or whatever. He just came in, got an all right pop when he first debuted, and he was he booked he, he was booked to beat John Cena clean. Yeah, but then he lost. And then he lost, and but, then he died down a little bit. But this is the thing, though, and he's died down a little bit. But he still has that. Now star he's quality. now he's over. Now he died down for a little bit, and then SummerSlam kind of picked up again. Yes, but here's the thing, though. Here's with Kevin Owens. Because the guy's so good, he was able to get himself over in spite of WWE. It's exactly what you said with the New Day. And that despite being... I mean, he was booked great from the get-go. But when he wasn't the flavor of the month anymore and he lost John Cena, they lost interest in pushing him. Remember there was that report like, oh, we don't even have a match for him at SummerSlam or something like that? The guy just fucking beat John Cena clean on pay-per-view a month ago. How was he not at SummerSlam? And he was, um, ultimately. But the point I'm trying to make is that he was so great that a lot like with New Day, they gave him freedom with his promos, and he got over because he was entertaining. Because yeah. Kevin Owens has that freedom where he can get away with stuff like that, where I'm sure, like, I can guarantee you they're not telling him 
to go berate Michael Cole. That is all Kevin Owens. Yeah. Like everything that we love about KO is all KO. Yeah. We're not telling him to do that. Same thing with New Day. Like the heat, they're just great. They're just entertaining. They know how to get heat. They know how to get heat. They, they know, know how to be characters. entertaining. Exactly. They know exactly what they're doing. They are their own characters. They're not characters that are given to them, which is fine sometimes. But that's why Kevin Owens, um, despite being booked a little less than stellar at some points, he's able to remain over with the audience because people recognize that he's authentic, he's real, and he's entertaining. He doesn't seem scripted. He doesn't seem scripted. He doesn't seem... He, he seems organic. I yes. think is the perfect word for it. That's perfect. perfect way to put organic. it. Organic. And then we'll wrap it up with yeah. that word right there. Yeah. Uh, let's see how much time we have left before we have to get off the air. Oh, we only have a couple minutes. The 55-minute mark already. That's all right. Wow. I mean, we already talked about most of the stuff here on Raw anyway. Uh, McMahon and Taker, any thoughts on that? Stupid segment, waste of time. Taker came out for all of two seconds. His entrance took like an, a minute and he said five words. He said, I'm going to beat the crap out of your son of WrestleMania. And, and your blood's on here. his blood's on your hands. That's it. A promo they've... He said the same thing as Ric Flair. <laughs> 14 years ago, same thing. He said, blood's on your hands. Yeah. David Flair, promo. Maybe David Flair's coming in. Doubtful. No. But, but that was, I think that was disappointing. It was, it was dumb. And then he's like, you're my, you're not my son, you're son of a bitch. Not, it did not do anything It wasn't a terrible him. segment. It was just kind of underwhelming. A terrible segment <laughs> from a realistic person who wasn't good. All right. Uh, Bubba Ray W.J. <laughs> we already Almost talked Almost as about. bad as the SmackDown match. Big Next. show Kevin Owens. Any thoughts? Awful. On, any thoughts on a potential feed going on? I hope to God they don't face WrestleMania. I hope it's Roadblock and they just end it. Because I do not want to see Big Show. In the IC title, any title picture alone, <laughs> and uh, he shouldn't. That's what the under the job. I don't think him and Kevin Owens do not have chemistry. No one has chemistry with the Big Show, anyways. That's anybody, but I don't want to see that. Kevin Owens, what do you see in store for him at WrestleMania? Hopefully, Styles and Jericho, or just Styles, or even Jericho. A one on combination of that. I want him in a multi man match. If he if it's like a ladder match and he's sick and he wins, I don't care. I don't think he should lose, but no, yeah. I, uh, not year, Big Show, not Big Show. No, 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 no. Last year, I think they did the multi-man match just because they were trying to mask the weakness of the champion in that whole mid-card title picture. Yeah. Let's throw a bunch of awesome wrestler that the a bunch of awesome wrestlers that the people care about to an extent into one match and just have a fucking train wreck for contest. That's the only reason why they did that because the whole title picture sucked. The guy lost to Sin Cara like a week after winning the belt. Wade Barrett did. Um, I don't think you have that issue with Kevin Owens. People care about him and the championship right now, so you don't need to do a multi-man no. match at WrestleMania. Other than the triple threat that you just yeah. said. Um, Naomi and Brie Bella, we already talked about that feud, main event. We already talked about the ending angle with Dean Ambrose and Triple H. Ambrose and Del Rio, all right match. It was okay. It was okay. Right. And that was Ron in a nutshell. It was so better was, than majority of the squashes that were on the show. Yeah, exactly. I thought the whole show, overall, was middle of the road. I didn't hate it. Um, it didn't hinder my enthusiasm for WrestleMania. I'm still very much excited for the show. Um, but RJ's two cents on I thought it was, last night. It was a, it was a decent. It, I think if if the I think the first half of the show was pretty good, and then it kind of like went downhill after that. If you're just looking at your thing right now, the 20 minute 30 promo. So that was that. Becky Lynch and Sasha was probably 10, 12 minutes. And then once Stephen McMahon came out, that was probably the nine-hour nine hour mark. It was, it was. And then everything, the League of Nations, was Lucha Dragon was okay. Ryback and Ambrose sucked. Uh, Jericho and Styles was good. McMahon said stupid. Bubba Ray and Uso was bad. Big Show and Owens was stupid. Naomi and Brie Bella wasn't good. And then the main event. It was just like, there was like two or three or four two-minute squashes. Like, Dream they did the matches. same thing with Devon and Jimmy Uso last week on SmackDown. Yeah. It was like a two-second match. which was stupid. Yeah, I and think the first hour was good. Um, and then it just dragged. Yeah, it dragged last night. I thought the two subsequent hours were all right. Um, but I thought the first hour was good. Yep. 
two following hours, just three hours. I mean, it's like saying the sky is going to rise tomorrow. I mean, three hours is just too long. Yeah. And eh, we don't need to complain about that because we've, you know, yeah, it's been around for so long. So done. It's so it's so overdone. People complain about it all the time. But that's just raw. But um, I thought it was an okay show. Excited for next week. We have Shane McMahon coming back in WWE Tag Team Championships. Should be good. So once again, RJ, are you excited for WWE Roadblock, NXT TakeOver Dallas, and WrestleMania 32? Yes, to all three. And you won't be here tomorrow for the debut of The Greatest Man Who Ever Lived on NXT. Nope. Or Balor versus Neville. No, that's why I have a computer. Poop. You watch it later, though. You watch tomorrow night when I get back. And on Thursday, Lucha Underground. Lucha, yeah, it's in the morning. Ah, Thursday morning. Treat. Thursday morning, wake up. Just grab my laptop <laughs> and lay in bed and watch it. No better way to kick off a Thursday than with some Lucha Underground. But that's it, folks. That is WrestleRant Radio, our premiere episode in the month of March. Very much looking forward to the road to WrestleMania. Hopefully, for a WrestleMania prediction panel, as we do every year for the third consecutive year, we will have Mike Yoder on the show, and it will be live. Hopefully, we will see on the, I don't know what day that would be, because April 1st is a Friday, so 31st, 30, so the 29th of March, on the anniversary of WrestleMania 31 uh, from last year, we will have the prediction panel Hopefully two hours like always. We usually do that for both the pre- and post-WrestleMania shows. Always two hours. A lot of predictions that we got to get through. And that's only a month away. So I'm looking forward to it. So, RJ, before we go off the air, your plugs for the people. RJ's two cents next era wrestling.net. Um, at RJ underscore Marceau on the Twitter. Um, MySpace, Periscope, Vines. I have Periscope, but I don't know what my name is. <laughs> um, just check out for my articles. Plenty more this week. Don't have a diagram made yet, but... Diagrams! There'll be some. I'll probably make one tomorrow morning when I wake up, because I have all day. Many thanks to John Apolitano, Thomas Brunn, Jared Jackson-Ferrand, and Mr. Marceau here for their great contributions to the website. A lot of great articles over the last week. It's crazy. Like, viewership hits are through the roof. Good. Web traffic is through the roof at an all-time high in the past week for these great articles from these four glorious men. Cheap plug for myself. NextEraWrestling.net starting today, March 1st. WrestleMania Recall, my own personal series on NextEraWrestling.net. Every day in the month of March, counting down my top 31 favorite WrestleMania matches. It's already up now. Just published it about a couple hours ago. You can see it for yourself. Spoiler alert, match number 31 from WrestleMania 22. You want to check it out for yourself? It's probably uh, 22. Look it up. I won't spoil it here, but like I said, match will be up every single day in the month of March. WrestleMania Recall has its own column on the right. See all the articles there. The first one's up right now. And uh, If Kurt that? Angle and Shawn Michaels is not in the top five, there will not be a <laughs> WrestleMania watch show because that match should be at least one. We forgot, to, we forgot to mention that at the start of the show, but we did watch a WrestleMania 21 on this past great Saturday. Great match. Great, great, great show. show. Great show overall. But that match is amazing. Besides Aki Bono and Big Show, everything else is pretty good. <laughs> The segments and, and were good, Trish too. And Christy, too. Okay, that was more doable than Big Show it and Aki Bono. Could not deal with seeing Aki Bono's ass on the <laughs> Or Big Show, for that matter. Yeah, that show is great. Oh, you like Edge that match? Edge and McFoley. Edge and McFoley from WrestleMania 22. Spoiler alert, people. That is match think. number what 31. What else from that show? I couldn't think. There's not many matches. I don't think there's any other matches from that show in my top 31. There might be. I got to check. But, uh, yeah, like I said, every day in the month of March, my favorite 31 WrestleMania matches starting today, March 1st, with Edge versus Mick Foley from WrestleMania 22. As for the other plugs, 
at WrestleRant on the Twitter, Facebook.com backslash Graham.GSM.Matthews on Facebook, YouTube, YouTube.com slash C slash Matthews. Videos going up every single day. And also, what? The Kevin Owens tweet looks like Kamer got you on Monday Night Raw tonight, huh, buddy? That was Big Show, idiot. She hasn't been on TV for years. <laughs> I love that tweet. Well, worth the retweet. Easily. Definitely worth the retweet. And uh, next, AirWrestling.net, new episodes of WrestleRant Radio. Every single Tuesday, the road to WrestleMania is going to be exciting, to say the least. So, for Mr. Marceau, RJ Marceau, and GSM, Graham GSM Matthews, we will see you next Tuesday right here on WrestleRant Radio. Enjoy the rest of your week, the month of March, for RJ, I'm Graham Gius and Matthews, and we'll catch you folks down the road to WrestleMania.